0: Happy Easter Avalon Church. Jesus is alive. Now, when I say Christ is risen, I want you with all the enthusiasm and excitement to say he is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Do you know where that saying comes from? That tradition comes from? It comes from the same tradition that we get uh, giving colored Easter eggs to one another really does. There's this tradition in the Eastern Orthodox church where Mary Magdalene, the woman who Jesus healed, the woman who uh, he cast the demon out of, and then she followed Jesus. She was the one of the few who never deserted him. She was one of the ones that uh, when he was at the cross, she witnessed him take his last breath. Mary Magdalene was the first person to ever see Jesus alive. And then uh, the tradition goes that, that she became just like the apostles. She traveled around the Roman Empire, preaching and teaching everything that she had seen, that Jesus was alive. Now, eventually, Mary ended up in Rome. And she was standing before the emperor Tiberius, where she declared to him, Christ is risen. He is truly risen. And then she offered the emperor a red egg. Now, offering a government leader an egg on a holiday or on their birthday, that was a sign of respect, kind of like giving gifts to the president today. But the red egg, red was different. And that began the tradition that led to today that we have to say Christ is risen, he is risen indeed, and where we give uh, eggs to each other. Totally cool. A decade or two later, the apostle Paul, he was uh, writing the second, his second letter to the Corinthians, uh, the Corinthians and uh, the Christians in Corinth. And this is what he said. He said, we are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but we are not given to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We may get knocked down, but we never are destroyed. Through suffering, our bodies continue to share in the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be seen in our bodies. Yeah, we may be separated from each other. We may be having to celebrate Easter on video. We might have sick uh, loved ones. We might even experience death itself. But I want you to look at verse 14, because we know that God who raised the Lord Jesus will also raise us with Jesus and present himself together with you. The tomb is empty. All of our sins are forgiven. Death is defeated. Jesus is alive. Now, what I want you to do is grab that white ribbon or towel or whatever, and I want, let's do this together. Let's go to our front door and um, let's exchange the red for the white. Welcome to my family. Now, as you know, the red symbolized the Paschal Lamb sacrifice for you and for me. The red on Good Friday symbolized that Jesus was crucified, suffered and died for us. The red was the picture of sacrifice. But it's Easter Sunday. We no longer worry. Uh, um, We no longer are remembering the sacrifice today. Today we are celebrating the victory. On Friday, Jesus was the lamb of God, but today we celebrate he is the lion. Let's pray together. Oh, Jesus, thank you so much for uh, not just your sacrifice, but your victory over sin and death. Thank you, Jesus, that you are risen and that you promise that we will rise with you. Oh, God, we love you. We are excited about today, and we are excited about worshiping you. In your name we pray. Avalon Church, let's worship Jesus together.
1: Hallelujah. He is risen, Avalon Church. She is risen indeed. Let's worship today. We bless your name. we mountain, I could not climb. In desperation, I turned to heaven and spoke your name into the light. Then through the darkness, your loving kindness tore through the shadows of my soul. Is finished. The end is written. Yeah. Jesus Christ, my living hope. Sing hallelujah. Hallelujah. fathom such boundless grace. The God of ages stepped down from glory to wear my sin and bear my shame. The cross is spoken, I am forgiven. The King of kings calls me his own. Savior, have yours forever, Jesus Christ, my Lord. Sealed the promise your buried body began to breathe out of the silence the roaring lion declared the grave has no claim on me come on sing that again then came the morning that sealed the promise Everybody began to breathe. How? Out- Come on, church, bless Jesus right now. The very God who set you free. The very God who broke the chains. The very God that rose again today. That rose over death. Death, where is your sting? Where is your victory? You have none. You have no more. For Christ rose today. Hallelujah. We bless you, Lord. We celebrate you today, Jesus. The Christ the risen King the roaring lion the lion of Judah hallelujah all praise belongs to you Lord all glory belongs to you this day for you rose come on hallelujah we sing hallelujah praise the one who set us free hallelujah death has lost its grip on me you have broken every chain there's salvation in your name Jesus Christ my living hallelujah we're gonna enter into a time of prayer with pastor Joe
2: well Mike See if you can't get a little excited about Easter, please. Okay? No, seriously. Thank you, Mike and Josh, for leading us in an incredible time of worship. Debbie and I, from our home, want to wish you a happy Easter to the church, Avalon Church family, to the family of family. I know there are are some folks probably up in New Jersey and other places that have joined us this morning. Welcome, and we're just so excited to share this special day with you, a day where we celebrate that Jesus, Jesus is risen, he is alive. I'm sitting in front of a very important piece of needlework that Debbie did for me many years ago. It's kind of been the theme of at least my life. It's because he lives dot, dot, dot. And it comes actually from an old hymn that says, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. But you know, in actuality, we can just take the dot, dot, dot and apply it to all kinds of different situations in our life. Of course, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, I don't have to despair right now. Because he lives, I'm not alone. Because he lives, there is hope. Because he lives. So I just want to have you hold on to that uh, that phrase and let's use it throughout the day and the week and the rest of our lives because that is what Easter, that's what Resurrection Sunday is all about. Because he lives, Everything is different. Thank you for joining us this morning. I would just ask you to take a moment, please, and, and pray with me. Let's, let's just enter into that season of talking with God. Father, how awesome it is that you sent Jesus to rescue us from our hopeless, sinful state. <laughs> and how awesome, Jesus, that we can speak to you this morning because you are alive Jesus, today's celebration is all about you, for salvation is found in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. Lord, this celebration is for you. The one who died, but more than that, was raised to life and is at the right hand of God. even now, you are worthy of our praise and our worship. Precious Jesus, this celebration is to you because you desire to be with us and take delight in us as one delights in a close friend. Today, Jesus, you are the source of our hope. When you burst forth alive from that tomb, you made it possible for us to be alive. We were dead in our sins, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through you our Lord Jesus Christ and and because you live we can face tomorrow this morning we acknowledge that you are the source of our healing in this season of pandemic many are sick many are grieving most are confused some even scared and afraid but you are still the healer today Lord Jesus please heal our bodies heal our hearts and heal our minds and remind us again of the ultimate healing for our souls available through your death and resurrection. Finally, Lord Jesus, open the eyes of our hearts that we will perceive your presence among us this morning. Fill us with an overwhelming sense of the truth that you are in our midst, alive, involved, in charge, and overflowing with love. So Jesus, from living rooms and dining rooms all over our community, central Florida, and everywhere this broadcast is being shared this morning, we unite our hearts and our voices as Avalon Church to proclaim that God has exalted you to the highest place and has given you a name that is above every name, that at your name, Jesus, every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, And every tongue confess that you, Jesus Christ, are Lord to the glory of God the Father. You are risen. You are risen indeed. And it's in your name we pray, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Man, you
0: know, resurrection seems so normal to us. We've been talking about it every Sunday for 2000 years, but, oh, to be with those disciples when they first recognized, first realized that Jesus was alive. You know, Jesus, he died on that Friday and for his original followers, their world absolutely ended. The only thing worse than Friday for them was, was Saturday. You know, they felt, they felt betrayed. They, every single hope they had disintegrated on Saturday. You know, it was on Saturday when the realization sunk in that that everything that they had believed about Jesus must have been wrong. You know, they believed Jesus was sent from God. They they believed that Jesus was God's long-awaited Messiah. Israel's promised king in the line of David. But Messiahs are kings. Messiahs rule. Messiahs aren't supposed to be crucified, not as a criminal. So Saturday was, was a day of uncertainty. On Saturday, all was not right in the world. You know, COVID-19 and, and the crisis that we're in right now, the separation that we're in, it reminds us that, you know, we're still connected to Saturday. You know, the, the fact that we have to watch together on Easter, uh, watching on video together, rather than, than being in a room celebrating together on the holiest of holy days reminds us that we still live in Saturday, but church Saturday was not the end and Saturday is still not the end. Amen. Because Saturdays are about uncertainty. Saturdays are about suffering, but Sundays, Sundays are about resurrection. Sundays are about new life on Saturday. Very few even dreamed of the resurrection. The Jesus disciples sure didn't. You know, sometimes Saturdays, they just seem hopeless, but they're not. Because Sunday is just a couple hours away. You see, the resurrection is what convinced Jesus followers that he was the Messiah, that he was the son of God, that he was God in a human body. It wasn't his teachings, it wasn't the miracles that convinced everybody of this. The power of the miracles, the powers of the power of Jesus' teaching, all of that went away uh, when he was hanging on a cross. See, it was the resurrection that convinced them. And it's the resurrection that is still convincing people 2,000 years later. See, that's why the Apostle Paul, he wrote these words in 1 Corinthians 15, that if Christ has not been raised then all our preaching is useless and your faith is useless and we apostles would all be lying about god and and if your faith is useless you're still guilty of your sins and we are to be pitied more than anyone in the world if jesus did not rise from the dead if this story did not really happen if this if the resurrection is not history and it's time to get all you can. It's time to it's time to make all the money you can. It's time to experience all you can in life because if the resurrection isn't true when we die, it's over. But if Jesus did rise from the dead, if Jesus is alive, well, now that changes everything. But how do we know? How can we be sure this really happened? And and how did Paul know? How did the disciples know? Well, I'll tell you one thing. For them, it surely was a surprise because none of them expected a crucifixion and none of them expected a resurrection. But Jesus never did do what was expected, did he? You know, on Palm Sunday, I, I imagine that as Jesus entered Jerusalem to the praises of that crowd, the disciples probably thought, Finally, finally, Jesus is acting like a king. Finally, he's he's the king that that he was declared to be. But then on Good Friday, he declared himself a sacrifice. I mean, nothing fit their expectation. And on that Saturday, as Jesus' body lay in the tomb, his disciples mourned. They were stunned. They, They were confused. And you know what? They expected Jesus to do what all dead people do stay dead in their minds as jesus lay in that tomb that that was it that was the end three squandered years of wasted hope what now but then john one one of those in the room would later write these words that an early sunday morning while it was still dark mary magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance And soon after that, Mary was banging on the door where where all of the disciples were hiding together. And and Peter and John, they answered the door. And and Mary Magdalene was just panicked and she was sobbing. And she said in verse 2 that they've taken the Lord's body out of the tomb. And we don't know where they've put him. You see, Mary wasn't expecting a resurrection. She was confused and scared and uncertain. The body was gone. There was only only one logical conclusion. Someone took it. In verse 3 and 4, John tells us that that John and Peter, they took off for the tomb. And John, he tells us that that he outran Peter. And I have a feeling that is a detail that John loved to share, especially when Peter was around. And when they arrived, they saw something they truly did not expect. Verse 6 says that he noticed the linens lying the linen wrappings lying there and while the cloth that had covered Jesus head it was folded up and it was lying apart from the other wrappings and, and they're like who who steals a body without the linens that were used for embalming and, and and who folds them and John tells us that it's this moment right here when it started to dawn on him verse tells us verse 8 tells us that when he saw the linens he he saw And he believed that this this was not a body stolen this was a body come back to life this is this is that moment when that glimmer of hope just started rising up inside of them jesus miracles they meant something when he walked on water when he calmed the storm it it was real in that moment just two days earlier When Philip asked Jesus to show them what God the Father looked like, Jesus left the entire room stunned when he responded that anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. And in that moment, just standing there in that empty tomb, they they began to realize that maybe, maybe this is all true. Jesus might be alive. But then that evening, it says, John tells us that as the disciples, they were all together sharing about what they had seen during the day. John tells us in verse 19 that the disciples, they were meeting behind locked doors because they were afraid of the Jewish leaders. I mean, they were afraid they were going to be arrested and they were going to be crucified. And suddenly Jesus was standing there right among them. Peace be with you, he said, Shalom. And as he spoke, he, he showed them the wounds in his hands. And on his side, and they were filled with joy when they saw the Lord. And I'm like, filled with joy? What an understatement. That's the understatement of the year. I mean, in that moment, defeat was suddenly transformed into victory. Despair was transformed into hope for most of them. (laughs) Because one of them was missing. You remember who? Look at verse 24. It says, now Thomas, also known as Didymus, one of the 12 was not with the disciples when Jesus came. And so the other disciples, they told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and I put my finger where those nails were and put my hand into his side, I, I will not believe. And honestly, I have to tell you, I think I would be just like Thomas. Do you know why? Because dead people stay dead. Verse 26 tells us that a week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. And though the doors were locked again, Jesus came and stood right there among them. And he said once again, Shalom, peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Thomas, put your finger right here. See, See my hands? Reach out. Put your hand right there. Put your hand in my side. Stop doubting and believe. He's like, Thomas, it's me. I'm alive. This was the plan all along. And some of the most powerful words in all of scripture was Thomas's response in verse 28. Thomas said to him, my Lord and my God. It was all true. It was all true, Jesus was alive. Everything that he said, everything that he did was showing who Jesus was. You know what, you wonder what what made these disciples believe Jesus was alive? It It wasn't something that they heard about, they were eyewitnesses. That's why they believed and that's why we believe because almost every single one of those eyewitnesses died because they wouldn't deny what they had seen. So something immediately turned their fear into boldness. No one dies for something that they know is a lie. Uh, Telling what what happened to them, it didn't make them rich. In fact, it cost them everything. It it didn't make them famous, it it made them infamous. It it, it made them despised everywhere they went And and it sure didn't bring them comfort because instead they suffered persecution. See, our New Testament is a collection of the writings of the eyewitnesses about what they saw. See, we believe because the resurrection changed their lives. And we believe because the resurrection is still transforming lives. My life, your life, so many of our lives have been been changed. and In the same way that the the disciples and those apostles, those early believers shared, so we share. John knew this. That's why he closes the chapter with an invitation. Look at John 20, verse 30 and 31. It says, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples. Many things that aren't recorded in, in this book. But the things that I have written, these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. See John, he shared everything that happened because he wants you to personally know that Jesus is alive. John wrote this book to people who, who weren't eyewitnesses. That's us. John is saying he saw him and he invites us to trust in Jesus as our Lord, And our God, just like Thomas said, he invites us to give our allegiance to Jesus, to find our identity in Jesus, so that you and I can experience Jesus' resurrection and his life ourselves. See, that's why he wrote. That's why he wrote early on in his book, John 3.16, that passage that you know so well, that for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life this is what john's whole book is about see because of the resurrection we don't have to be uncertain anymore we can be certain of all that jesus said and did knowing that it's true we can be certain that god loves us we can be certain that jesus died and rose again and we can be certain that in Jesus, we are offered eternal life. And so it's up to you and me now to receive it. That's the invitation to all of us. My question is, will you put your faith in Jesus? On Friday, he was crucified, paying for your sins, the, the lamb of God, the, the sacrifice to make, to make your sins white as snow. But Sunday was the resurrection, the victory over death. And this is what you are invited to, to into, to participate with God in resurrected life. Through what Jesus is doing in the world, through his spirit and through his people. You are invited into that family. You are invited into eternal life. Will you say yes? Will you, like Thomas, acknowledge Jesus as your Lord and your God. That is what we are offered in Jesus. Let's pray. Jesus, thank you for your death. Thank you that you rose again. Thank you that you did all of that so that you could invite me and everybody listening back into a relationship with you, back into union with God, back into this participation with what you're doing in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. God, there are people listening right now who they, they've heard the story, they've, they've thought about it, but frankly, they've never answered the invitation. They've never responded and said, Jesus, I wanna make you my Lord and my God, just like Thomas did. Maybe they've had doubts, maybe they've had frustrations, but right now you are, you are calling them, you are inviting them to acknowledge you as Lord and God, to give their allegiance to you, to follow you and experience everlasting life the way it was always designed to be. Give them courage right now to say yes to you. Give all of us courage to say yes continually and follow Jesus with our whole heart, mind, soul, and strength that we might be conformed to your image, that we might look more and more like you and be used more and more by you. In your name we pray. Amen. Now, before we sing, I want to encourage you, if you responded to to that invitation today, if you have chosen to follow Jesus, we want to walk with you. We want to help you in taking some next steps. And so what I want to encourage you is grab your phone and text the word life to the number 407-559-8210. We will get that today and we will respond today and talk to you just about giving some next steps and saying congratulations and walking with you in this journey. Now, let's worship the King.
1: Sorrow ended in my sin, lost without hope and no place to begin. Your love made a way to let mercy come in when death was arrested. Was redeemed, only beauty remains. My orphan heart was given a name. The morning grew quiet, my fears rose to dance. When death was arrested. Oh, your grace so free washes over. All- from my chains, I'm a prisoner no more, my shame was a ransom But then Jesus rose with the freedom
0: when death was arrested. You know, whether we live or die, we will live eternally because of Jesus' resurrection. Amen, that is such good news. I wanna encourage you during lunch today, I wanna to, to encourage you to sit around the table and share, um, what are some ways that the world has changed because of Jesus' resurrection? Because not just history, BC and AD, but what has changed? What has changed in your world, in you, because of the resurrection. Share your stories about about the life that Jesus has brought to you or or the life that Jesus has brought to those that you know. Share those stories today. If you have any questions about Jesus, the resurrection, what it means to follow him, uh, maybe you said yesterday, I really wanna encourage you to text that word life to 407-559-8210 because i would love to to just contact you today first by text and if you want to call we can i i also want to encourage you maybe you need prayer maybe there's some things going on maybe you have somebody in your family who is who is dealing with the with covid-19 and and you just need prayer um i want to encourage you also text that word prayer to that number uh, 407-559-8210 and then finally um, you know, uh, one of the things that people continually ask about is, in the midst of a crisis like this, what can we do to be involved? How can we help? And there's two ways that you can help. First, you can, uh, you can go to our website and click the button about how to help. And, uh, and you can um, sign up to help with food or maybe you have a need and you can get food. But um, there's a great way to sign up there and, and help. The second way is that you can continue to give. Um, You can type the word give to that number on your screen. And, And every time as you give to our church family, our church family is able to give back to the community to do God's work in our community. And that is what our family is about, being Jesus' hands and feet to the world around us, that this is not about us. This is about him, and it is about what he wants to do in the world. Amen? So, God, we lift you up. We say thank you because you have chosen us. You have offered us life and thank you that we were able to respond. Oh God, may today be a day that honors you, not just your sacrifice, but celebrates your victory over sin and death. In your name we pray, amen. You have a great Easter day.